Does this sound like you? I love starting projects. Not so great at finishing them. Selling is really scary, and I don't like promoting myself or my work. I check my email, Instagram, or the fridge instead of what I sat down to do. Both of my plates are full. Wait, you have more than one plate? I'm a total pro at making to-do lists, doing the to-dos, not so much. I don't have a lot of friends in business to hold me accountable. Oh, wait, look, shiny object. If any of that sounds like you, no shame. You're not alone. This is what the box was created for. The box is a community-driven container for creatives. Stay accountable, do the work, and actually finish what you started. Because amazing things happen on the other side of finished. Go to theboxworkshop.com to join today. We, we don't see work as everything, like, as everything in our life. So, like, work is a, only a certain part of our life. So, I think that's the first realization that people need to have. Like, your work is not your life, so you need to do something else. Bill Small. And I'm Miles Hansen. Welcome to The Subtle Art of Not Yelling, a weekly podcast for creatives about the creative process. Learn how to finish what you start, ship your work, and build a business without being the loudest on the block. Less Less noise, noise, more. (sighs) Can you maximize efficiency, performance, and impact all while working less? Whether he's working for AppSumo or writing his newsletter, today's guest is all about how to work less, earn more, and live a better life. Join us for a conversation with Dean Young. Well, let's do a little bit of context because, Dean, I found you from Quora, which is a Q&A platform uh, that's surprisingly large, actually. And I started writing on there. I saw you on there writing all the time one of the top writers. And so why don't you give us a little short version of how you went from, uh, how, how you've gotten to writing on Quora and you know working with AppSumo and all the cool things you're doing. Yeah, so uh, it started with me getting my own domain name and then wanting to be a web designer because I learned a little bit of web development and also uh, graphic design. But then I didn't use that for a while. Um, I think after a few years, I thought about I might as well use it for writing. So I started writing, uh, I started my blog and I tried to grow my subscribers, but it didn't grow like for like six months. I just write every week, but I I didn't see a significant grow um, with my subscriber uh, email list. And then another problem with that is so so I kind of like run off ideas of what to write about on my blog. But then I discovered Quora where people ask questions on that platform. And I was thinking like, this is a great place where I don't need to like come up with my own content ideas. I can just answer the question people have. And, and that's the content. So I ended up answering question on Quora and the strategy was to really write an answer a day. 
So I did that for I think almost two years, and and I become a Quora top writer because of that. And after that, just happened to. I think that that there's another story with like getting to work in AppSumo. So that that's the first part of how I got into Quora, and then uh, started my blog, and also uh, grew my following on Quora. So the second part of like working with AppSumo, it's more of like I follow. I've been following Noah for a while, and then he was hiring someone for his personal blog. That's how I got in because I was. It's not a direct. I apply for a job, but I just curious about what email service provider he was using. So I go and click unsubscribe, and happened he he used a Weber that time, and I don't like a Weber, so I'm asking him like, why are you using a Weber? It's wow, I remember a Weber. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so like. I don't like Aweber that time. I just feel like uh, it's an old software. So I reached out and we started talking and I started work with him on his personal blog. And slowly, I got into Sumo and AppSumo. Wow. And now they have their own email service provider, I think. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, how- so, yeah. And what is, can you explain... AppSumo really quick, just in case. Yeah, so AppSumo, it's a marketplace for entrepreneurs to find, to, to, to find software, in affordable software in a lifetime deals format. So the difference with like most software, you need to pay subscription, but uh, we partner with them and then offer a lifetime, limited time, lifetime deals where people can purchase. Awesome. And so w- what is your role now with, with AppSumo? Yeah, so when I joined, when I, when I first joined uh, Noel, it's more of like I just helped with his personal blog and then I got into Sumo with different roles. Um, I did Facebook advertising, and then I did like Shopify apps growth. Now it's I am more into SEO and content for AppSumo. Awesome. And so, Dean, you, um, you are not a native English speaker. That wasn't your first language, right? Yeah. So how did you how did you get from I think Mandarin was your first um, first language, right? Yeah. How did you get from Mandarin to becoming a a really well known, uh, well read top writer in English? <laughs> I think for me, um, I, I I would say that I didn't know English. I I, I don't I didn't know how to speak and read. I I, I know how to speak and read a little bit, but I'm not. Uh, good with my writing or like speaking until I was like 20 years old. Um, right now I'm 30, so it's like 10 years ago. Um, but then it's, it started with uh, one of my friends introduced me books in English and he told me to like read this and then start, start to learn English so you can get better at it. Um, that's like the first English book I read. And then 
um, after that, almost every book I read uh, is in English. But the main thing is from learning about web design because I want to learn about web design and a lot of like the resources online are in English. So I have to learn it. So my, I don't have any method or strategy that time. It's more of like, I just go through whatever resources there. And then when I stumble across any words that I didn't know, I just Google it or like check it on the dictionary. So that's how, how my progress. And then for writing, it's more of like I use Grammarly and then I hire an editor to check my stuff. And then sometimes I reread my stuff and then find some mistake. I just edit it again and again. Dean, when you first uh, started writing on Quora, yep. what were you writing about? What what <clears throat> you know? What kind of questions were you answering? Yeah, so uh, I'm because my blog is focusing a lot more on productivity and self development. So that's mainly the questions I was answering. So like anything from habits to goal setting to productivity. Well, since you brought it up. Why don't we, why don't we kind of talk about productivity for you? Um, obviously, you're up to a lot of stuff, and you've been, you know, you said something that I find really amazing and kind of impressive is that you committed to answering one question on Cora every day and did that for two years. Um, so obviously, you're you have some. Uh, relationship to habits. Um, what kind of habits around productivity are working for you now? Yeah, so I've been tested a lot of different methods like in the past. For now, um, it's mainly to, to nail down a few key daily habits that um, I would say like anyone want to practice, like if let's say what a few habits that's important to you. And then, um, yeah, and then just focus, uh, committed to them. So for myself, my daily key habits, are, like I have 10, 10 of them. I just want to make sure I, I do them every day. So like meditation, read, have a walk. Um, if let's say for work stuff, it's more of like to make sure myself have like two to three sessions of deep work. So I don't do anything else. Uh, try to be as distraction-free as possible during this uh, deep work session. So one of them could be like one and a half hours to like three hours. So yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's, the, that's what works for me now. Uh, that's great. That sounds very familiar. <laughs> you know, and, and I think I like I like what you said about key habits. Yeah. That um that you have those key habits that you kinda kinda hang your hat on all the time. And there's other things that may uh come in and out around those. I know that's what happens for me, but as long as I stay with my those sort of key or core habits, then everything else seems to work. Yep, yeah, that that's true. And, and one of the key habits I have and like for daily basis, it's called like shut down to, 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 to really shut down and not think about work after a certain time. So 
it has been working really great for me. Um, but I'm also trying to experiment with like trying to shut down for a whole day in a week. That's uh, a little bit more challenging for me because I'm working with multiple projects. So, so let's say I use my weekends for my main work. Then I need to use my let's say my you I use my weekdays for my main work. Then I use my weekends for side project. But I'm I'm trying to like not do any work for a day in a week because uh every time like if sometimes I feel like sigh of a little bit more exhausted or or tired on Monday because I didn't take any rest during the weekends. So that's my observation and and experiment to experiment with rest day. Yeah, I totally, I totally get that. I used to before uh, the pandemic and all that. I would work during the week and then I traveled almost every weekend with uh, the band I was in. So I got to the point over the years where Monday became my day off. Yeah. And it's still kind of like that. Monday is like, I won't, I won't schedule client calls or any of that on a Monday. Nice. Um, Cause you know, oftentimes back in the old days, that was the day when I had to go to the bank, you know, and, and run errands and do all that stuff that you do when you're not working. Um, and, and it's just sort of stuck and I really kind of like it. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's also like, I feel like it's important to set a day off for yourself. Um, if I feel like sometimes if I'm not doing that, then at a certain point I will, I will have, I will get forced to take a day off because like mentally or physically I cannot take it anymore. So, and, and that might not be the time that, uh, I'm, I'm able to have a thought like having it not working for an entire day. So like, I really like too that when you when I asked you about habits, the first couple of habits you mentioned had nothing to do with getting work done. You know, meditation, take a walk. Yeah. Um, and then you started talking about some various work things. Can you talk about that a little more from your perspective as far as how do you see that those sort of non- work, so to speak, really. I mean, I, to me, it's all the same thing, but how do those non-work habits support you in being able to get your work done? Yeah. I think as a, a big part of it, it's, I, I think the way you, you mentioned just now that you see it as one, I think I, sometimes I see it as that too, like, because like, work is a part of life. So I manage it as one. And also because of like this, uh, this belief, um, we, we don't see work as everything, like as everything in our life. So like work is a, only a certain part of our life. So I think that's the first realization that people need to have. Like your work is not your life. So you need to do something else. Um, yeah, and, and, and also the second part, it's more of like the work that we do today, are more and more rely on mental energy where we might not have, like, we don't have that kind of energy for seven, nine, 12 hours consistently nonstop. So maybe 
for for me personally, I would say I can get really concentrated and focused for probably three maximum five hours a day, um, and then I might spend some time doing some admin team uh, communication kind of work. Um, yeah, and then I will spend the remaining of the time taking rest. Um, but taking rest is more like after work. But before that, you, you I also prefer to prime myself, uh, like take care of like other things like meditation, workout. These are the things that I do before work. So, yeah. The world is overwhelming. We're constantly being pulled in a million directions, and it's only going to get worse. So much of what we're sold online is about planning, strategizing, and thinking. But doing is the hardest and most important part. The box is where projects get finished. In the box, you'll organize, prioritize your projects, and finish what you start. You won't learn anything new. You'll simply get a lot done and be a part of a small community of doers. Go to theboxworkshop.com. Yeah, you seem to be very consistent. You've been writing consistently for years. I also see that you have a, a workout routine that seems pretty regimented. Um, I don't know. This is a silly question. Maybe there's not really an answer, but how do you stay so consistent? What's your secret? <laughs> it's it, it's funny that you ask me about this because I don't think myself as consistent as I like to be, but but I think it's more of like I'm. I I I mean that I'm consistent in a larger kind of thing. Like I've always been working out. I've always been writing, but it's not just in the. They might not be in the same format. I might switch my workout up like uh, after a certain period of time. Sometimes I do calisthenics. Sometimes I I do strength training. So for writing, it's the same. Sometimes I write on Twitter. Sometimes I I write uh, blog posts. So. I think I don't have a secret. Maybe it's 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 more of like I'm not sure starting like when I have this um, vision. It's more of like I will just spend these are the things that I will just do for entire of my life. Like I will I will work out forever. I will write forever. So in any form. So it seems like maybe maybe you don't write every day, but you don't. Yep. You probably haven't let more than you know, five days go by without writing. <clears throat> so it's kind of macro consistency. Yeah. Sometimes I, right. I'm also thinking about like, how can I have like different kind of writing? So let's say if let's say I'm not um, feeling about writing a blog post, then maybe I can write about something else. So I'm still writing. Um, I can still use the material if let's say, I need to use it if let's say it makes sense so that I can keep the habit going. So like working out is the same thing. Like you, we don't lift heavy weight every day. Like we do it every other day and then sometimes do some stretching, take a walk, go swimming. Yeah. So it's, it's more of like switching things up a little bit. 
Dean, I love this because you're underlining something that I feel like has been coming up in so many of our conversations, which is, I'm going to say it a different way, but I think it's the same thing. Whether it's writing or exercise or whatever it is you that you want to be consistent with, the thing it sounds like you're doing is you're showing up. Like you show up to write. And then you see in that moment, okay, what am I, what am I going to write today? Is it going to be a blog post? Is it going to be something else? Um, and maybe it's a little bit the same with exercise. You show up and, okay, what are we going to do today? It's not like it's the exact same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, that's true. And, and also, um, I, I'm also finding, like for writing, I'm also finding a way that I'm trying with like journaling so that um, I'm not doing it every day so that when I'm not writing like a big piece of blog post or like writing script for my podcast, I might just journal for, for, for some time and then use that for as a material in the future. So yeah, like having a schedule for that and then know that I, I, I want to do it. Um, you mentioned it a couple of times and we don't always dive into this too much, but I'm, it, I, I just really want to. Uh, so you have a meditation practice. How did you come to meditation and what's your practice like? Yeah, so I started, I, I think I started meditate like at a very young age. Uh, it's not like I started meditation. I I. I got introduced to meditation at a very young age because um, my teacher was uh, Buddhist. So I used to be, I, I used to visit Bo, uh, Buddhist temple frequently when I was like 15 or like 16. So I, 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 I got a few books in Mandarin um, where they talk about meditation. So that's where I start to learn a little bit about meditation and then try to do it myself. But I didn't do it consistently until um, later when I use um, the apps called Headspace. So when I start using Headspace and then they have some tutorials there, that's where I start to meditate more consistently, mainly focusing on breathing um, and then try to focus on one thing instead of like uh, th- there'll be thoughts coming up like uh, non-stop but just try to get back to the focus of breathing so that's that that works best for me I did try like some kind of like guided virtue meditation mm-hmm. but I think that's a little bit harder uh, I prefer to just focus on breathing. Yeah. Yeah, so you have an anchor, you know, your breath and yeah. watching those thoughts go by. Yeah. Do you find do you find that um over time that continuing that practice has uh positively impacted your ability to get your work done? I I I think it does. Um, but I don't have anyone to compare with. 
So <laughs> like I don't I, yeah I get that like I'm a control and then someone I, I don't have I don't I I am not in an experiment setting, but I think it does and and also, um, yeah, and I think it also makes me not feeling anxious as frequently. So like easy yeah. So it's it's not as stressful and. Maybe it's more like on the physical side where I'm more calm and not as anxious. That's important. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, Dean, you you read a lot. Do you happen to have any kind of like go to favorite books? Yeah, so I've been reading a lot less like. Recently, um, main reason is that I'm I'm reading in a slower pace. But if let's say favorite books, I'll go. I probably go to the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I would say like many people, it's recommending that. But yeah, that's a that's a good book to start with. Awesome. Um, and you do. And you, you said you read slower, which I think is yeah most people kind of like skim through or they'll read, you know, the first few chapters, but you do um, on your website uh, book notes, which I think is really cool. So someone could actually go through and read your notes on a, on an entire book. Yeah. How's that um, in, impacting your kind of like retention and um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I will basically need to like read like at least twice I read it, highlight it, and then copy it, and then the book note that you the book notes that you see on my website is actually a summary of my highlights. So it's not I, I didn't copy all the highlights. I I will go through it, summarize it again, and then uh copy it again. So I need to go through it for a few times. So I'm I mentioned that I am reading slower because I'm making that process even harder now. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it, it's I, I I don't just highlight it now. I I'm trying to like highlight it and then copy it, and then do some research behind what the book is saying. Uh, doing some kind of like second brain thing to connect my notes together. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. So it's a longer process. I love it. How many books do you feel like you can do that for in a year? Um, I think probably eight to ten, um, maximum. Wow, it's impressive. Um, yeah. You know, I know that you, with all the writing you've done, uh, I would think, uh, particularly on Cora, uh, you've probably heard or seen a lot of entrepreneurs and freelancers and you know people asking questions about their business and what they're up to. What do you feel like are some of the biggest challenges or biggest questions that you notice that people are asking about their businesses or how to be successful in them or, or anything? Yeah, I'm not on Quora. I'm not as active right now on Quora. So I'm not too sure about now. Um, in the past, I would say... I'm not looking into 
marketing questions on Quora. So mainly most people are asking questions about habits and and um, getting productive because marketing questions on Quora, are, the answer are not yet as useful. A lot of them are people trying to market their stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so most of them are like asking questions about productivity and also mindset on how to connect like what they do with making money from their business. You are the SEO kind of lead for App, AppSumo and you write articles. Is that right? Yeah. So I, I don't write as much on AppSumo. Uh, we mainly work with uh, freelance writer for our content on SEO, on AppSumo. Got it. Uh, what is kind of a technical question, but I'm always so curious because, you know, we talk about kind of how to grow a business and brand without being everywhere all at once and yelling, yeah. right? Uh, that kind of hustle show up um, everywhere mentality. Where does SEO, what have you seen uh, SEO do for AppSumo and for your own blog to kind of attract people to your work instead of going out there and kind of hustling? Yeah, so I think the main thing with SEO, it's more of like, you need to match the search intent. It's more like a technical term, but in in a simpler uh, this in a simpler term, it means that you need to answer the questions that searcher has. So, so, so the the key thing is to make sure your content is useful, and then and that's that that that's a, that's a way to build trust and then get like people to know you um in terms of marketing if let's say we want to go into a lot more like details that will be a very top of funnel kind of like uh channels um but the core is to really answer the questions people have and then they search on google right so i must i would assume you really need to understand um your target audience and their search intent. Yeah. And then you're kind of answering those questions. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I think in, in some competitive, like very competitive industry, like those content could get kind of like generic sometimes. So that's, uh, it's also important to find your voice and then uh, probably come up with something better in terms of like, you could make a content more actionable or like have more personality or maybe trying to solve or answer a question in different angles. Dean, are you more of an introvert or extrovert? Yeah, I I would say I would say I'm both, but but I'm leaning more to the introvert side. Um if let's say we're gonna define that as like getting energy from being alone, then I'm an introvert. But I'm cool with uh hanging out with cool people, interesting people. Uh just not for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. I think Bill and I are in the same boat. Well, so I, I think two things. One, what what should we look out for next from you? 
yeah, so I don't have... I don't really have like a big or like uh, upcoming project right now for my personal blog. So um, the, the the best thing to go to is to go and check out my podcast and also newsletter. Um, yeah, so that's the main thing. I my, my main goal right now is to do them consistently. One of the reasons I started the podcast is also to... I'm, I, I think I'm comfortable and uh, get better with writing but I'm not as comfortable with speaking and having conversations so that's one thing I want to improve and I, I thought it's a good way to start starting a podcast is a good way to do that I think that's super smart it's a great way to do that um what are you what so far in your podcast journey have your favorite conversations been what what kind of things that you know do you notice on the podcast really get you lit up? Yeah, so um, I'm doing my podcast in a. Uh, I I don't I don't I don't host anyone. I don't interview anyone. So mainly I I'm I'm just just the one who who is speaking. So, um, I think right now the the biggest thing I learn it's more of like storytelling, like. If let's say I'm going to talk about something that I learned this morning or like a productivity tip, it could be kind of boring if I just say it. So I need to connect it with certain kind of story and then um, present it in a in in an interesting way. So so that's something that I'm learning and and I think that's powerful. That's awesome. Well, Dean, I would uh, kick myself if I didn't ask, what's it like to work with Noah Kagan? <laughs> yeah so um yeah working with now is cool uh the i think the 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 main thing is he is he he worked in a very fast pace so that's something that i'm a little bit uncomfortable with because i'm a, more like a slow person but but yeah it's a great learning experience and he always asks really simple but very um insi- insightful questions where we it, it just help us to focus on the goal and then come up with a solution and then just go and do what need, needs to get done that's that's really cool yeah that that um like one of his traits basically one of his um biggest things that you've noticed is his ability to ask really insightful questions. Yeah. And I think that's um And I also think that awesome. uh Noel is interesting in a way that he he tried a lot of different things and like we we have started quite a few different projects and built different tools that people might not know that flops. <laughs> so uh <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so uh it's interesting to to, to see even people like Noel can fail, but it's also interesting to see how they handle that, like how they come up with new ideas, how they try to grow it. And then if let's say it fails, how they handle that and then move on to the, move on to the next one. Wow. Yeah, he probably fails a lot because of how much he's succeeded. Yeah. That's cool. Well, thanks, Dean, for... Uh, 
coming on here and sharing. Um, it's so cool to see what you're up to and kind of get into your brain because I think it's really fascinating. Thanks for that. Yeah, uh, good to be here. And also thanks for the opportunity. Where do where do we send them, Dean? Will you send them straight to your blog? Yeah, sure. You can send them to deanyoung.com. So that's my my blog. Awesome. Um, man, thank you so much. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Dean. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening today. We can't do this without the support of our listeners. So please leave us a review or sign up for our newsletter at subtleartofnotyelling.com.